Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. I got some weird stories today just around the world. That's funny. Yeah. I do, too. Oh, okay. I hope it's not the same one as yours. It might be. You know what? I'll hold off on that. I see what yours is. And it oh, actually no. was one of those. Well, you can do it. I don't okay. care. So, because these are some really strange uh, stories out there. One of them's from England. There was a woman, and she is recovering in the hospital after she was stung uh, more than a hundred times by a swarm of bees. The That's woman's not mine. The woman's name? Carolyn Honeycomb. Oh, I'm wow. not making that up. It's Carolyn Honeycomb. What are the odds there? And right now in England, there are several nervous people, Rodney Avalanche, Nigel Lightning, <laughs> <laughs> and Karen Earthquake. So There's no one named Karen Earthquake. There's not, no, there's not. So that's one of the stories. Then, get this, an alleged drunk driver called the police to report that someone was driving on the wrong side of the road coming towards him on the highway in Nebraska. Was it lots of people? Turns out it was him going the wrong way, and he's the one that called 911. I have a little clip of that. This is it. I'm on Highway 77 going north, and there is somebody that is on the wrong side of the road. He had his brights on, man. He almost ran me off the road. Yeah, do you know why I stopped you? Yeah, because I was on the wrong side of the road. Yeah. Were you the one that called in? Yep. You were? Yeah, because I thought somebody was on the wrong side of the road, bro. It turned out it was you. Yep. <laughs> wow, was he drunk? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, wow. good grief. So he's been drinking a little bit, calls the police, and there's somebody riding on the wrong side of the road. You know, it hadn't been that long ago that some a guy died or a woman died, I think. I don't remember. It was I think it was a, a woman, and the husband was right behind when it happened. It was horrible, right yeah. here in the upstate. You're driving the wrong way on the road. That is as bad as it gets. I've seen it in um, Nashville. Going up 40. Really? And uh, we passed the guy. He was on the interstate going down the emergency lane. Yeah. Is that not the most terrifying, it is terrifying thing? Because I was in the second, I was in the middle lane. So he was at least, there's a lane between us. But I looked in my rearview mirror and when he went to get over and hit head on. Oh, oh my goodness. I didn't hear that. Oh, we, were, we were in front of it. We just passed him going the wrong side. It's but, like you didn't have time to respond. No. Honest, honestly, though, have you not done that? Have no. you not, like, uh, you know, like been in a, maybe a state or somewhere you didn't know where you were going? All of a sudden you're like, man. I got off on the wrong side here, and then you got to back up, and then no, not on the interstate. You've never done that, no, not on the interstate. But sometimes those like one lanes, like a one way street in a downtown area, I get that could happen. 
Just to let y'all get, no, I didn't do it either. I think you did. Oh, wow. <laughs> I've ridden with you. I could understand. Yeah. Oh, like, sometimes you just don't see that sign that says do not enter. Wow. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't tell anyone that if I were you. I didn't. I just told you all. I'll keep that a secret. And then uh, here's the weirdest story of them all. And I think this is the one you were going to talk about. Okay. A Delta flight set yeah. off to go from Atlanta to Barcelona and had to turn around for an emergency landing after a passenger had diarrhea. Oh. All the way through the airplane. Here's a little clip of that. Negative. It's just a, a biohazard issue. I, you know, we've had a passenger who had diarrhea all the way through the airplane, so they want us to come back to Atlanta. Now, the key word oh. is, they turn the plane around. The key oh. word is, they don't know who did it. Are you it's still a mystery. I'm like, would that be a mystery? How could that be a mystery? I know. You follow the trail. Yeah. It yeah. can't be that hard. There's I'm like, not there. Um, I'll take a crime, baby. Oh, I, I know what it was. <laughs> it's the same person who left the cocaine in the White House that they can't figure out who it was. They're very tricky. <laughs> Maybe it was Hansel and Gretel, and they were trying to figure out, <laughs> where did we sit now? <laughs> I left a trail. <laughs> I'm glad you said sit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's a new little nursery rhyme for you right there. Not bits of gingerbread, but so yeah, I was actually going to talk about that because it was so astonishing to me that someone would go so badly as to cause the entire plane to have to they were going to Spain. They were on like a nine-hour flight, and they had to come back. Well, it just come upon them. I mean, they're a couple, you know, hours into the flight or whatever, and all of a sudden your stomach oh, hurts. Uh, well, that's what the bathroom's for. But I'm saying someone. I mean, you know, you Tom. I know you've been in the situation where it just hits, and you're like, "Oh man, I got to go now." I'm in trouble. It's yeah. like you know when you get that colonoscopy thing, and they have you drinking that stuff, and before <laughs> you know it, it's like it hits. And they're walking to the bathroom. This is what I envision. Hits, right? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> they like all of a sudden, like you know, as they're walking to the restroom, it must have been down the aisles. What I'm that's it's down the, the leg. That's what I'm thinking. You know, is that, and then yeah. and that, and then the uh, stewardess they see that, and they're like, "What? What has gone on here? Have to step across it to go to you know, like a minefield, going to the captain to say, "Hey, somebody had a problem back here." Can you imagine what the flight must have been like? The the horrificness of that atmosphere. Or how about the person that did it? Because you know that person knows who they are, mm-hmm. and they're trying to keep it a secret right now. And there's cameras all over the place. How did they keep it secret? Because they were either in the bathroom cleaning. Up, right, or they had they already gone back to their seat, and that should have given a clue. That's what I'm saying. Why is it still a mystery? I'm like, we need to. I mean, they, that inconvenienced oh. so many people on the flight. I bet HIPAA law is probably keeping I keeping us from knowing. Yeah, they, they just they said that no one knows. Who oh, the someone was. knows. That one person does. And no, did they more go, than that. Did they have like clothes in their little bag and did they go to the restroom and the, change the once they got off? The person next to him in that seat knew, exactly. too. Exactly. Unless yes. it was the flight attendant who reported it to the pilot. Oh, you're like Scooby-Doo. You yes. guys solving crimes I'm going to the stuff. van now, me and Shaggy. <laughs> <laughs> I know yeah. what y'all are doing But in you know, van. it's sad they had to turn around and go back to Atlanta uh, that, that's why they should have rest areas for planes. Yeah. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Up in the clouds. <laughs> yeah. I know that what you're smoking something. in that van now. <laughs> <laughs> Keep on trying there, Shaggy. <laughs> Scoop. <laughs> Hawk and Tom on B93.7. We were talking earlier on the show about how I had gotten on my email to check for the shout outs. 
And I saw that the company had sent me a notification that I had not done one of the security uh, programs where they teach you how to handle phishing and all these other attacks on your network at work and how to handle emails and suspicious stuff. I had not taken it. It was 174 days overdue. You know, there is a deadline. Apparently (laughs) not, Kato. Well, then I hope you should get written up for that. That's kind of interesting that they give you that much time (laughs) to watch the video about, you know, people breaking into our security here at work. Yeah. I'm like, that's a long time. Apparently, uh, they just, they act like they're going to get you in trouble, but they don't. Because, I mean, I've pretty much, I'm going on, that's almost six months, I think. I'm glad you did this experiment. (laughs) (laughs) The funny thing is it wasn't an experiment. I just didn't see the notifications because I don't read emails as part of the safety program here. What's so funny is you have been watching some of these videos and it's, you know, it's always a scenario about two and a half, three minutes long. Long, cheesy. It's, it's very cheesy. Mm-hmm. And I, as I'm listening to him, I'm like, I've already taken all these. Yeah, because it's 174 <laughs> days ago. Yeah. So yeah. here's what's interesting. I'm pretty sure that we buy this program from some other company. There are probably other people in the upstate that take these exact same quizzes. Yeah. And it's where mm-hmm. they got this doofy guy named Doug, and he's, his conscience is two people, and they kind of change over time. But always he's had this one guy who's a scraggly looking guy who looks like he sits on the couch and eats Cheetos all day and plays video games or something. Yeah. And he always has the wrong answer. Yeah. And then he's got the person on the other shoulder that's always telling him the right thing to do and he doesn't usually listen to that person. Yeah, Doug looks like, you know, a, a kind of an overweight Jesus what? With, with pajamas on and no, always got oh, no, That's on. not Doug. Yeah. That's his conscience. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, Doug yeah. is a, a, oh, a you're right. guy at work who looks just like a little bit like a guy who barely made it yeah. through college with C grades and he was in a frat and didn't study hard. What's the devil's name in this video? I thought he had a name. They just call him yeah. human error. <laughs> Is that what they call yeah. him? That's what his shirt says. I am, I'm with you. I'm curious if there's other people here in the upstate that uh, will you describe this video and you have to take the same video. I don't know if it's the same, Test. but I do know people that work for companies and yeah. they get the same bit videos. Similar. I I believe probably some of them get the exact same ones because Mm -hmm. I think this is something you just pay for. And Doug has also cost their company $18,000 because he's clicked on an email that said, hey, you need to send a a money order to this company, and he didn't check with his boss. And before you know it, he'll be moved up to CEO. Well, not at the rate they're going because they don't like, uh, they don't think Doug's the brightest bulb in the pack. But they have an IT guy who is always telling them what they're doing wrong. And they're very forgiving in this company. Yes. Because I'm are. pretty sure if we cost 18 grand yeah, or something like that, we would not be there for the next training module. True. I want to do a social experiment here and just figure out who has to take these IT security videos. All you have to do is text us one eight hundred three eight six. I was about to say, <laughs> four of us. Yeah, one eight hundred three eight six zero nine three seven. Just say yes. You have to take these security video, whatever. Okay, everyone no. has to take something. I'm pretty sure if they work for a large company. Do you have to watch these videos and then take a little test? Just yes or no. I'd like to see the text roll in to see just how many people have to do that here in the Upstate. Okay. Well, um, I actually brought this up because a couple of the modules that I just took were kind of interesting. Uh, the most recent one, I thought I actually got it wrong. I never get them wrong, and I got this one wrong. Oh, my goodness. But you know what? <laughs> it bothered you that you got one wrong. But you know what? 
more people got this one wrong than got it right. The majority of the company got it wrong because they suggested that you lie to somebody. And it was about letting someone into your building that didn't have a key card handy to swipe. Okay. And the whole premise of this was that you're not supposed to let someone in just because they're like, oh, I can't reach my key card right now, or oh, my hands are full. So you don't let them in the building unless you personally know them. I was going to say, it's somebody you don't know. Right. I'm not going to look at one of you guys and go, no, 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 I can't let you in. Well, in this case, it was he was leaving, and some guy was walking up with his hands full, and he had something like looked like he was going to be working on the building and so he shut the door and told the guy i'm sorry i can't let you in and he walked on off so the, they asked us a quiz at the end and the the answers were like uh say i'm in a hurry and shut the door or to ask to see a work order that it proves he has access to the building which is what i chose and then at the end the correct answer was slam the door and say, I'm in a hurry. I'm like, well, that's not right either. You're lying to the guy. If you're going to shut the door, say, I'm sorry, we're not allowed to let people in who don't have a card. See, I would think a work order could be easily fake. Because people do that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) When? In our building, somebody comes in and they're like, I ain't talking about our building. Well, that's what I'm doing. That's what this test was for. This is why I just don't make eye contact. Yeah. Period. <laughs> hey, this is why I don't follow the rules. Anybody's down there at the door when I leave. I'm, like, let him I'm in. like, you need in here? <laughs> I just let them in. Oh, well, I actually, yeah. uh, I, I think I got that one right because uh, we had a, some maintenance guy at our back door once. And I told him, I said, hang out right here. I'm going to go get an engineer to escort you through the building. Yeah, well, you were 44% and I was 54% because most people wouldn't lie to the person because that's the thing. They didn't have your choice on there, Cato. They had your say you're in a hurry and slam the door in his face or, you know, ask to see a work order. To me, out of those two, I'm going to ask to see the work order. If they had said, tell them I'm sorry, but we can't allow people to come in who don't have a card, I would have chosen that one. But they didn't give you a logical choice. It's going to bother him all day. No, it doesn't bother me at all. He's going to write the company. Well, I'm not going to write the company. I already wrote the company. (laughs) There you go. Hawk and Tom on B93.7. Well, 67% of people did this over the weekend. I did not. I must be weird. I I think I am weird. Yeah, you are. Uh, <laughs> let's see if you did it. Did you grill out over the weekend? Nope. Oh, no, yeah. You did? did twice. You? Oh, okay. Well, I didn't. John okay. did. Well, I, I was about to say I did twice as well, but I didn't do any grilling. So when you grill out, you guys, John's in control of the grill? Yeah. Okay. So and it's awesome. That's the guy rules, I guess. I don't I just you know what? I look at it as a night I don't have to cook, so I'm like, I don't care what it is, I don't okay. care if it's burnt okay. or whatever. It's not a guy's rule, it's just the grill master, whoever the grill master is in your house. And someone is almost always the grill master. Okay. All right. In my house, it's okay. typically me. Uh, my father in law is the grill master in his house. So you get out there and you crank up the grill. How many times have you done it this year? I'm just curious. I don't know, a few dozen. And here in South Carolina, I think we weren't do that it, curious, were you? We do so more <laughs> year round. Like there's a lot more grilling out. When you smell your neighbor's stuff grilling mm. out, you know, looking over the hey, what you doing over there? <laughs> I didn't grill this weekend because it was way too hot. I didn't want to get out there in that heat. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was pretty hot. Usually, John goes out there, he does the grill stuff, and I'll do all the sides. So I get to sit inside, which is nice. Okay. <laughs> you mean uh, cutting up the tomatoes and the lettuce and all that stuff? Yep. Egg salad. That's the thing. What was that meme or something on a Facebook or somewhere? It basically, 
the man stands there and grill. The woman gets the meat prepared, seasons it, <laughs> does all the sides, gets the plates, cleans up, yeah, gets everything set up. He just stands there and flips. So he hands, she hands him the meat yeah. already padded out. Yeah. He just puts it on the grill and puts it back on the plate and gives it to her, and it counts. Yeah, and then he's like, "I prepared the meal for you. Yeah. <laughs> Enjoy, y'all. Enjoy." Well, here's some fun facts about grilling out. Uh, they say grilling out was invented by a woman to trick men into doing the cooking for three months out of the year. But I think here it's year-round. It's like, you know, ladies don't want to grill out so or they don't want to make a big mess. Hey, honey, let's grill out tonight. Oh, when you, yeah. When you hear that, <laughs> fellas, you know what they're doing. They just don't want to do the dishes. All right. Those little pieces of metal that comes off the wire brush are often the most nutritious part of the meal. That's where I get my iron. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, fun facts about grilling out. Flipping the same piece of meat over and over again doesn't make you look like you know what you're doing. Just the opposite. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. they yeah. say don't flip that burger so much. No. Flip it once? I mean, no. technically, yes, but once, maybe twice if you have a good enough reason. Okay, uh, they say a charcoal grill doesn't make you seem hip or retro. It makes you look poor. I disagree with that one. Strongly disagree. I like the charcoal grill. Yeah, like now, it, it takes me about an hour to get the charcoal lit properly. <laughs> yeah, people who brag about their charcoal grills, I'm always like, well, how does that lighter fluid taste? But actually, I know people that buy the non-lighter fluid, not the instant light. Right, that's the and, one with Hawk where you spend an hour getting it lit. Yeah, but you can buy those those round mm-hmm. things with handles to pack them in, and it lights up all the charcoal, and then you just pour it into the grill. And tell me about those people with the big green egg thing, you know, the I'm like that's that takes a lot of work right there. That takes a lot of money. Those things are like minimum six hundred dollars, and some of them are twelve hundred. Well, my grill costs six hundred dollars. Wow, my gas grill. I don't think mine. Mine's a Weber. I don't think it costs more than four. Oh, and it's a good one too. Okay, I'll have to show it to you. It's on Amazon. It's my favorite grill ever. Okay. (laughs) Fun facts about grilling out. If you're hosting a grill out with your family, they say do include alcohol because it makes your family more tolerable. Yep. (laughs) Makes you more tolerable, too. Uh And and they won't care if you half-cooked the burgers. (laughs) (laughs) And they say men love grilling out because it's the only time they can drink a beer and look productive at the same time. Have you noticed that? You know, you're flipping the burger there. I've tried it here. It just, I still don't look productive, uh, do I? Well, you think of other jobs out there, and that's what I was thinking about, you know, where you could drink a beer and look more productive. Yeah. I think a lot of around-the-house stuff. Like if you were, uh, you know, finishing off the bathroom door or something, you could have a beer and still be productive. I, I, don't, I don't think I want to be drinking when I'm doing something like that because that door is going to be cockeyed. It's going to be cockeyed anyway. Yeah. yeah, you can mow the lawn and drink a beer. I'm just about yep. to say that. That's they even have cup holders on some of the good lawnmowers. Mm-hmm. And so you look productive. Yeah. Okay, while well, you're drinking a beer... Mowing the lawn, grilling out. And those lines might be a little crooked. Yeah. But. And, then, and then you wake up the next day or the middle of the night, sit beside your lawnmower, it's shut off, and you're laying in the grass with a beer can beside you. <laughs> if it's shut off. <laughs> well, you, yeah, I got the little handle. Yeah. What blows me away, you know, you see these stories where the officer pulls over a lawnmower because someone's driving down the road. Yeah. And, like, when that officer walks up to him, does he, does he say, hey, sir, do you know how slow you were going? Or can I see your license? <laughs> like you don't need a license for a lawnmower. Because they always say, you know how fast you were going, you know how slow you were going. On the lawnmower, you get we're it. We're sorry we didn't laugh at your attempt of a joke. He's like, or while you're here, will you get this little grass over here? They miss some. <laughs> they don't always ask that first off, Hawk. They don't. Sometimes they ask, did you know you just ran that red light? Or you just cruised to that stop sign? Or did you know you just ran that person over? <laughs> yeah. 
You're like, no, I didn't see that. Mm, okay. <laughs> Anything else while you're drinking or they you say, look more productive? They say, do you know how fast you were going? And on the lawnmower, you'd be like, five miles an hour. I don't know. <laughs> what? Uh, okay. They say, do you know how fast you were going? And if you got pulled over on a lawnmower, you would not. I got what you said. I don't I just was saying it. Uh, you know what? Let's go back to not only your uh, family when you're, makes them more tolerable. When you're with your coworkers, if you have a beer, it makes them more tolerable too. We didn't. We hadn't had a thing to drink we today. Drank a thing this morning. Uh, I can tell, all. right? <laughs> Happy hour. There you go. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B ninety three point seven. Okay, ladies, are you a man basher, let's say, a boyfriend or husband basher when you're out with your girlfriends? I know my wife isn't because I told her, don't do that. Yeah, that's not good. It's called venting. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a good thing. Helps relieve no. some stress, right? <laughs> you might, you know, be with your girlfriends like, you know, he's lazy, good for nothing, boyfriend or husband. And he was out late with his friends last night and he came home again, threw his clothes on the floor and then... Went to sleep, started snoring real loud, and doesn't take out the trash, and yada, yada, yada. You should leave that man. But bad-mouthing your man to friends is the first step of a breakup or a divorce. So you need to be very careful. Yeah, because then they start going, yeah, you're right, girl. You're right. He's no good. Uh, Law of attraction simply says you get more of what you put your attention on. Right. Let's say, you know, you're complaining about your man's behavior. You're going to notice that he does more bad behavior. So let's say, for example, let's say God does something insignificant or a little chore around the house. And we do that quite a bit, you know, maybe do some laundry or something, wash the dishes. Can we use a different example? What do you want? No, no, I can't. (laughs) Chances are he's going to run up to you and tell you his accomplishments. You know, he's going to be excited about it, and he's going to be anxiously awaiting your praise that he thinks is sure to follow. But you're going to realize, you know, big deal. This is the first time you've done that. Or you're going to try to be sarcastic in some way and say, wow, you did a whole load of laundry. What am I going to do with all my free time? (laughs) Well, I have some suggestions. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's some other things that need doing. Yeah. That maybe you could catch up on. Yeah. Oh, that's great, dear. Now you won't have to lift a finger for another two or three weeks. You're going to want to say something like that. Wow, I wouldn't believe that. The thing is, it's not that we're not proud that you've done that. We are like, yay, good job. It's just that we're busy doing literally everything else, so we can't stop to be like, good job, (laughs) yay, we're busy. I'm I'm trying to give you some good uh, tips here. The urge. I'm writing them down. Okay, I I urge you to resist the temptation. This is like running up to your baby and when it takes its first few steps and just knocking it down. Or you know, saying, it took yeah. you long it's enough. Yeah. yeah. Or like whacking your puppy first time it brings you your slippers or something. I agree. Yeah. So you're saying men are puppies? We are, actually. Yeah. We're, very oh, okay. much, we're very much like little puppy dogs, it, and we work great on praise. It's <laughs> called positive <laughs> reinforcement because he makes that effort. I'm taking out the trash. I'm changing another diaper in here. Can you bring me, you know, the baby powder? She's like, I can't hear you because I'm doing the dishes. I'm cleaning the floors. I'm taking care of this. Oh, God, uh. could you imagine being married to that? <laughs> I know. Next time he tells you, you know, of his housekeeping efforts or anything that he's done around the house, you need to say something like, oh, honey, you actually took the trash out without being asked. Mm. You're like, you know what? I love That's you. not a good way to okay. say that. <laughs> How about just going... Oh, that is awesome. Thank you. Well, and I, you do anything like that. Okay. Well, I love you so much for taking out the trash. However you want to do it. Do, try to find some kind of positive reinforcement. 
You do this every time, and before you know it, you'll never have to ask him to do that chore again because he's going <laughs> to. I mean, you might have to nudge him a couple times. Mm-hmm. Get him like in the right two or direction. three weeks, and then we'll get there. Yeah, that's not going to happen real fast. <laughs> but still, it happened, yeah. and that's the plus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the more that it happens, the better. I think the perfect, her. The perfect example is like you wouldn't knock your baby over for taking its first few steps. Well, I'm glad that you realized some men are babies. That wasn't the message you were supposed no, no, to get. No, no, that's what I picked up. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. This is why it doesn't go well. Women don't apparently appreciate what men do for them. We're too busy doing everything else. See, See that is that, that really is just you're, you're generalizing there. Kato, I, you're so quiet. You know I'm why? single, <laughs> and I'm happy. And let me tell you something, Kato. He he keeps the office in the studio very clean for and, you too. And we appreciate oh, I quit it. cleaning up after you guys. See, yeah, yeah I quit. But Kato I'm saying in your area is oh, yeah, very clean. clean. Your area is clean. Your desk in your in the office is very clean. I hadn't sat at that desk in years. Yeah, your desk is clean, <laughs> but then on both sides, it's like little bombs went off it, it, where really, they sit. It's I, really nasty. I, honestly, I went and I cleaned out Tom's part of the office the other day because it was driving me crazy. That. that was really nice. <laughs> Thank you. And you know what? Have you noticed it being a lot more cleaner since you praised me? Yeah, you've been doing it regularly. Thank you. See? Good job. Yay. Why are you being so negative? I'm not. I'm cheering him on. When you say it like that, sarcastically, Mm. like, good job. Great job. Way to vacuum. Maybe I just have a nasal problem. Apparently. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Borrow some of Tom's Afrin over there. (laughs) I think she's addicted to it. This is big research, so don't badmouth him to your girlfriends. I know that makes you feel better. But honestly, it does not help the relationship no. at all. And you really shouldn't. I mean, especially if you actually care about him in the relationship, you got to keep that stuff in sometimes because it is. It's, it's spill the tea and it's hard to clean up sometimes. There you oh, go. Oh, yeah. You need a lid on that cup. <laughs> <laughs> Traveling mug. <laughs> mm, so I'm confused. Well, what part? Well, she's on both sides of the fence. No, she's on the bad side of the fence. Have y'all not realized there's always a gray area with me? I can't ever make up my mind about anything. The only gray area I see right now is... Don't you even. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, wow. <laughs> That's this is going swimmingly. <laughs> <laughs> there's just one or two little grays up there. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Hawk and Tom on B93.7. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey. 